Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Hey there, gang. I am headed to Florida this week. And it is the first time that our network marketing company has had a real in-person event for more than just like the top earners. This is more for anyone in the company, just bigger. It's not convention. It's like a leader's retreat. And we haven't had anything since before the pandemic. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm also super anxious. <laughs> You'd think after almost seven years that things like this wouldn't make me anxious, but I always get nervous before big events like this. And so we are headed there to meet with our teams. We've had we've had other company things. Like for example, in January, we had a like the top 2 ranks of our company got together for this brand evolution event that we got to attend and they had these speakers come in and these trainers come in and it was really remarkable. I did not anticipate it to be so amazing. And then before that, we went to Mexico for the top earner trip in September. But other than that, we haven't had any company sponsored events since 2019 which is just crazy to think about because here we are, I guess. No, I guess that's not true. We had a one day training event in January of 2020. And so that was the last time January of 2020. So it's been a, just a little bit over two years. And so I, there's all of this anticipation, right? We're just looking forward to being together and while I'm very much looking forward to being together with everyone, I'm also so anxious and so nervous for being together only because I, you know, cannot control humans. <laughs> and so I always know somebody's going to get their feelings hurt. I'm going to get my feelings hurt. Someone's going to look at someone the wrong way. I'm going to look at someone the wrong way. And it's always this, there's all these thoughts, right? My thoughts create my experience. So as I'm thinking this, I'm like, oh, you're creating it though. You're creating it by what you're thinking. Anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and be a human right now instead of a life coach and tell you that I'm always so excited for these events. And I'm also always so nervous for these events. So mostly excited. Maybe it's just 50, 50, huh? Anyone else feeling the same? Raise your hand if you're feeling the same about stuff like this. So of course I have not packed. I have not thought about my outfits. I usually take an empty suitcase to this particular event because there's a shopping spree attached to it. And the first year that I was in network marketing and I earned it, I took 
clothes just for seven days. And I didn't wear a single piece of clothes that I brought because I bought all new things at the shopping spree. And I wore all those things the entire week we were there. And I learned very quickly, you don't need to bring clothes to a trip that you have earned a shopping spree on because you're only going to wear the shopping spree clothes. So the second year I went, I thought I'm going to bring an empty suitcase and I'm going to tell everyone that I'm bringing an empty suitcase because some people are going to love it. And other people are going to be like losing sleep over that for me. And that's exactly what happened. And it was just the most amazing experience. I remember my mom calling me saying, I really think you ought to at least take one or two things just in case. And I said, Nope, I'm taking nothing. Thing. I took makeup, I took underwear, and I took one pair of shoes. That's it. Didn't take anything else in my suitcase, just a completely empty suitcase. And it was amazing, so thrilling, so exciting. And so every single year I've taken an empty suitcase and I just let the chips fall where they may. And I just decide before I get there, it's going to be an amazing shopping day. I'm going to find everything that I need. And I always do. So I'm doing it again. And it's going to be such a blast. I love it so much. So anyway, what I wanted to talk to you about today was something that I was thinking about when I was in California last week for a mastermind group that I'm a part of with a mentor of mine. And in this group, there's 23 of us. And most of us are life coaches. Some people are therapists. We have a graphic designer. We have a finance guy, lots of different, lots of different professions, but the majority of us are life coaches. And every day we would be in our conference room from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., sometimes 5:30 if it went on long. We just talk about our businesses the entire time, give each other ideas, uh, get coached. It is it has been one of the most incredible uh, experiences professionally for me and not what I expected it to be, but just amazing. Anyway, so I wanted to make sure that I kept exercising the entire time because I love exercising every single day. I make sure to do 30 minutes of exercise six days a week. That is something I've been doing since, gosh, what was it? It would have been September of 2020 is when I started it. So I'm almost, I'm almost a year and a half in now, which is pretty crazy to think about because I remember the first gosh, three months thinking to myself every single day, there's no way we're ever going to be able to keep this up. This is not natural. I'm going to die. There's no way that anyone is going to be able to do this. This isn't even reasonable. This, this is excessive. Like these are the things I used to think every day and to kind of just quiet my brain down as I was getting into the habit of doing this, I would just tell myself, it's fine. We're not even going to do it tomorrow. We're just going to do it today. And I started off with 20 minutes. And so I was like, we're not even going to do it today. We're just going to, we're not even going to do it tomorrow. We're just going to do it today. And we're going to quit tomorrow. And telling myself that every single day for the first six months was really what got me going. And then after those first six months, I was like, I don't even know if we're even going to make it to a year, but we'll see. We'll just keep going one day at a time. And now I 
I, it doesn't even feel normal to me to skip exercise and I don't feel like I have to do it. I just genuinely look forward to sweating every single day. So I am someone who used to describe myself as someone who hated exercise for about a decade. And cause I used to make myself exercise because I wanted to look a certain way and weigh a certain amount and So after I, when I started having my babies, I thought, well, I'm just not going to do that anymore. And I, I, I tend to have an all in all out personality naturally. Uh, This is something that I'm constantly working on as a coach with my coach to recognize when I'm being all in and all out and allowing myself the space to be curious about that and decide if that's how I want to show up in certain ways in my life. And exercise was one of those ways that I was always all in or all out. And so this has been a tremendous exercise for me to do over the last year and a half was allowing myself to not have to be all in or all out, but just sort of be sort of in and being sort of in is what has allowed me to be consistent with it for now a year and a half. And I've been feeling so proud of myself because I I really didn't like doing arm weights, right? So I started with little, like little weights, eight pound weights is what I started with. And they were really heavy and hard for me. And I would just do, you know, 20 minutes of biceps and shoulders and chest presses and triceps, just things that I would, I remember doing in gym class or on workout videos. I would try a workout video. I started off by doing these um, YouTube videos body fit by Amy. If you're interested, I really loved her style and I liked the the things that she did. And it was basically a hit workout where you have cardio with weights. So you got a really, really good workout. And then I got, I got tired of doing those. And I just kept looking at my treadmill. Like I miss you. I love you. I used to have fun on you. I kind of want to sweat on you. And so then I started thinking, well, I just, I'll do 20 minutes or 10 minutes of cardio three days a week after I do my weights. And so I started doing that. And then I thought, I don't even want to do weights anymore. I just want to exercise first. But then I thought, well, I shouldn't, I should, you know, you're supposed to do weights before you do cardio. That's what they say, right? That's what I'd always been taught for years and years and years by different personal trainers. And now of course they're all denying it. And they're saying, no, we never said that. We always said cardio first to warm up and then weights, but that's just not the truth because I had many, many trainers, many personal trainers in my twenties and read many blogs and, and, and went to classes about this. And the trainers always said, lift weights first, then do cardio because then it puts you in fat burning. And then when my husband went to physical therapy school, he told me that there's no research to support that either way matters, that you can do cardio first or you can do weights first. And it literally makes no difference in the way your body will look and perform. So there you have it. There's no research to support either way. And you can have your opinions about it either way. Most people are very opinionated about it. I have found. So my husband's advice to me was just to do what I wanted to do that helped me enjoy exercise. So after getting really bored and wanting to skip exercise altogether because I was getting bored, I decided that I was going to do 20 minutes of cardio and then do weights after. And I was even doing 
the same arm exercises every single day. I wasn't alternating. I wasn't doing any of that. I just thought I can't think. I just want to go in and do things without having to think. So I did it the wrong way for like six months and got amazing results. And what that taught me is that you can do anything your own way. It's being able to enjoy it and stick with it that gives you the results that you want. So then after doing that for six months, I thought, well, maybe I should rotate. And also I sort of want to, you know, strengthen my legs. So I started doing legs one day and then arms the next day and then legs the next day and then arms the next day. And I pretty much try to do two to three arm days and two to three leg days. But sometimes if I run out of time, I just do cardio and I skip weights altogether one or two days a week. And I really love this type of exercise. And still after a year and a half, I know all the personal trainers are going to be so mad when I say this, I still do the same exercises, the same count, the same reps, the same order every single time. And guess what? I have amazing results. Literally my muscles have changed and grown and I don't, I don't, you know, really watch what I eat, but I do eat really healthy. If that makes sense, like I eat whatever I want, but I'm not being super cognizant of it. I don't crave sugar. I still eat some here or there, but it's not too much. So I would say that if you look at what I ate, you'd be like, oh, she's eating really healthy, but I'm not doing it on purpose. I just eat what sounds good. So that being said, I was feeling so proud of myself in California this last week because I went to the little gym every morning at 7 a.m. so that I could be dressed and ready to go by 9 a.m. for our mastermind class. And I would get up and I would run on the treadmill for 30 minutes. And then I did my weights and they didn't have any 12 pound weights in the gym. And I've been using 12 pound weights for my arm exercises for the last probably three or four months. And it was a lot of drama in my head about 15 pound weights being too heavy for me because then I don't like it. And then my form is bad. And then I just then I just want to avoid it altogether. But I thought, well, I really want to do some weight work while I'm here. So I decided to push myself and do the 15 pound weights because there were no 12 pound weights there for me. And I was shocked at how sore my muscles were that day and the next day. But I was also shocked at how easy it was and how my body needed to be you know, uncomfortable. I needed to see that I could do it and I needed to be challenged. And I left California a little bit stronger, both mentally and physically. But what I noticed is that I didn't think that I could go up in weights. And had I been in my house, I would have not made the shift. I was forced into it because the 12 pound weights were not available. And this happens to us in our business often, doesn't it? When, when our upline isn't available to answer our question, when she goes out of town, so we have to do an event on our own, when she has a family thing and we are forced to do 
a Zoom call without her help. And it's in those moments where we are forced to be uncomfortable, where we are forced to be challenged, that we get stronger, both mentally and physically. It's where we gain our belief in ourself. And as I left California, I thought, you know what? I'm going to order 20 pound weights because I don't have any, I didn't have any here. I just had the, I have like the Bowflex ones, but they're kind of annoying and big and bulky. And I don't find them to be easy to do uh, the kind of weight work that I like to do for just sculpting and toning. And so I got on Amazon and I bought myself some 20 pound weights and I thought, you know, I'm going to start doing what I did in California back home in Utah. And the last two times that I have exercised here and done like my arm workout, I have used the heavier weights and it is getting easier every day. And I just keep thinking about how I'm so glad that the 12 pound weights were not available to me in California because my body was ready for it. I was ready for it. I was strong enough, but I was not pushing myself into the discomfort of moving up to the next set. And we need to do this more often. We need to push ourselves into the higher weight category. We need to force ourselves into the discomfort. We need to challenge ourselves to do something that we think we just aren't quite strong enough to do yet, because that is how we get stronger. That is how we build the muscle. That is how we tear ourselves down to grow back stronger. And so what I want to challenge you to do this week is to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and just expect it to be not something that you enjoy doing. Expect it to be uncomfortable. Expect to not like it. And then I want you to visualize yourself emotionally and physically as being, you know, torn apart so that your body can rebuild you back even stronger the next time. Because what that lesson reminded me of was something I already knew. And that is that in our discomfort is where we grow the very most. Let's go do that. Love you guys. Bye. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.